Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, a podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to our Veterans Day special for Holding Down the Fort. So normally I bring on my husband Scott here. Wait, this way. <laughs> I usually bring him on on Fridays, but because Veterans Day is on Wednesday, I thought that I would kind of move our schedule around to bring him on today to talk about some exciting things for our company and how we are celebrating Veterans Day. So once again, my husband, West Point grad, veteran and founder and CEO, who's recently been featured on something we'll get into in a second, Scott Tucker. Welcome back to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jen. (laughs) Yeah, we had some technical issues, but here we are. And I got this cool new headset with a mic. It looks like I'm about to play a video game but it actually makes it feel more comfortable for me to just hang out and chat with people in this fashion. So that's why I'm- I kind of want one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually nice. I have my formal setup here for my normal interview Mm -hmm. stuff, but I was like, I'm talking to my husband, it's cool. And we're streaming live and the audio version of this is only gonna be on the podcast. So I'm hanging out today. But with that said, the reason why we are chatting today, because although this will be released on our podcast tomorrow on the day of Veterans Day, we wanted to celebrate it a little early by doing it here on our live stream. So, Scott, you're the veteran. And I know we sort of talked about this offline. I thought I would ask you, first of all, what does Veterans Day mean for you? Or what does it represent for you, at least in this stage of your life, having been, what, 15 plus years removed from the military? Yeah, in a lot of ways, it used to mean, especially when it's on a Wednesday, it meant a day off in the middle of the week. Because, I mean, when you're active duty, you get you get a free day off on every holiday. But, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not much of a holiday person, you know, when it comes to the traditional holidays. You know, I am more of a kind of a history buff, and I like to understand the history behind these things. And, you know, more recently, as you alluded to, as I've understood, you know, the history of war and really America and all that, I mean, Veterans Day literally is Armistice Day when they signed, you know, the agreement on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month Hmm. to end World War One. And ironically, they signed the agreement. Everybody knew that the war was going to end at 11 a.m., but they kept fighting. Up mm. until the last minute, you know, it was weird. The last American died at like 10.59. And, wow. you know, it's, it's almost 20 years since 9-11. There's just been so much that's happened in the veteran community. A lot of good things have happened as well. But obviously, we know some of the struggles and pains that folks have gone, that families have gone through. You know, that's what I think, you know, something like a Veterans Day is to be about, yes, we want to celebrate the veteran and thank you for our service and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I think we also need to get serious with what what are all these wars about? What are we fighting for? You know, that we, you know, if we need to go fight, absolutely, we're here to defend, you know, our country. Mm -hmm. But 
at some point we need to look hard at our politicians before they start sending us anywhere or realize you know a little bit what might be going on behind the scenes or what motives are and stuff so you know i think this is an opportunity or a day to really remember what the sacrifices are you know if you've been to any of the cemeteries like arlington it's quite striking just to see you know so many you know where your father's buried in san diego overlooking the ocean mm-hmm. you know we were just in uh, appomattox courthouse at the battlefields where the civil war ended mm-hmm. and just to understand the numbers and the staggering numbers of it you know i can't put a fine point on it. i know i'm kind of you know rambling on on it what it means but it just means so much to me because i can internalize or i, I like to internalize what it meant because you know can imagine being in the trenches of world war one or being in those lines of soldiers marching at each other and just standing there shooting you know all right your turn to shoot we'll just stand here and wait and then right. it's our turn like what happened in the civil war then coming into even modern warfare, which is much more you know, brutal psychologically in some ways, I'm sure. It's just interesting to, you know, to understand that, hey, at the end of the day, this is really all about war. And, you know, there's people that, you know, go in harm's way. And that's what Veterans Day is about is it's not to wave the flag and everything, but to understand, like, what is it we're asking people to go do on our behalf? Mm. And, you know, make sure we're taking it very seriously. And unfortunately, I think, you know, these last 20 years or so in America, we've been living a very prosperous time. You know, people are distracted by iPhones and stuff and kind of forget that, yeah, we're still over there in Afghanistan and Iraq. And it's, you know, so hopefully it's a day for more and more people to sit back and go, all right, we do have people in harm's way. Let's remember that at all times. And if we're going to ask them to do it, make sure we're, we understand it. We, we know why we're behind it. And if we're not, like, let's find ways to bring them home. You know, none of us want to just go off to fight just because it's fun. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that join the military because <laughs> they would. For that reason. <laughs> I mean, anyways, it's very large organizations. There's all types. But, you know, bottom line is when we get deployed, we want to come home. Yeah, that's how I felt the whole time. Sure. Is it, you know, exhilarating and fun to be downrange in some regards? Absolutely. But every soldier, sailor, airman, marine wants to go home. So I think a day like today is to you know put some context around that for all Americans to remember what it's all about. And because, you know, the difference is, why don't we have a police day or a firefighters day? I mean, because they're on their, their own version of the front lines right. on, a, on a daily basis. They get to you know, interact with their community when we're going off to foreign lands. So it's an interesting world we live in these days when it comes to, you know, going over. Because guess what you can do now? You can Skype and Zoom, you know, while you're, all right, I got to go off to the battle tonight, honey. Mm -hmm. I mean, that happens. Mm -hmm. So not to mention, there's people fighting the war from Air Force bases, flying in like Las Vegas, but flying the drones and dropping, you know, shooting missiles, you know, technically through the computer screen, but yet going home to dinner that night. Like, imagine, mm-hmm. the, imagine the difference in psychological that that's about. So, you know, when you meet a veteran today in modern times, it's like everybody's perception of how they dealt with, you know, having to go to war is very, very different. I think that we kind of get lumped into the same you know, oh, you're a veteran. You know, thank you for your service. You know, must have been hard or whatever. It's like it's just so broad of a thing right now that it's hard to you know 
put a finger on it. To stroke a broad brush on what it means to be a veteran, I don't know that that's fair to each and every individual one of us. Well, I am pleasantly impressed that you shared all of that at the start of our conversation today because (laughs) (laughs) offline you weren't entirely sure what you wanted to share. So thank you for sharing the history of Veterans Day and what it means and above all else to remember that there are people right now that are in harm's way for us as we celebrate this as a holiday. Yeah. And, you know, even when I got out of the army in 2008, I was over in Germany. I was in my own little bubble. Like I just kind of tuned out, you know, I didn't call myself a veteran or feel like I deserved anything or I didn't go look for, you know, veteran service organizations to help me out in any way. And nor did I pay attention to what was going on in the world. I kind of like totally Mm -hmm. checked out for a while there. And I don't know why I did that. Maybe I just needed to. But at the same time, I still had friends, you know, going downrange every year. And it's like crazy that, you know, 10 years after I got home from Iraq, you know, 15 years, you know, I still hear about people going on deployments. And I'm just like, wait, what? You know, when I really do the math in my head, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's strange. Yeah, I think it's important to really talk about what Veterans Day is about. And it's always great to get your perspective on these types of things because you are the history buff in this family (laughs) and you care a lot about current events and what's going on today. So thank you for opening up in that way. So let's go ahead and, and shift gears and talk to our listeners about how our company, US Vet Wealth, is celebrating Veterans Day. And we have two exciting things going on. So the first thing is the launch of your book, Scott, titled Veteran Wealth Secrets. And we also have a new podcast show for you. So let's start with the book. And then we'll talk about... Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the book. I know that we brought it up in a previous episode, but let's talk about the significance of the book coming out on Veterans Day and what they can expect if they choose to purchase this book on this particular day. Yeah, well, one, you don't have to purchase it. Give it out for free. You go to veteranwellsecrets.com and we will do a special price on Amazon to make it free as long as they'll let you. Of course, the Amazon wants a cut of something. So if you're going to, if you want to get the Amazon version, unfortunately, yeah, you got to throw some dollars down. But the book is about essentially you know, my hypothesis of the philosophy of what I've learned in my 12 years of being a veteran. Mm-hmm. And what I discovered to be true versus what I had thought and believed was true my whole life and military career and even post-military career for a while about what does it mean to be a veteran and you know, really about finding the identity about what you're supposed to do with your life after service. We all kind of mm-hmm. do, I don't know what I want to grow up and, and I don't know how to translate my military skills or I just need to get a job that pays me a decent amount so I can keep you know, moving along until I hit retirement. And yet I did that and I was miserable. And mm-hmm. I talked to so many other veterans who are kind of in the same boat. A lot of it's like they either want to go back in the military, they don't know what to do. And I came to find out that, hey, we don't have to follow orders anymore. We don't have to do things the way that the government essentially is telling us we have to do. Like they 
they're helping us transition out of the military. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not the military's job to find everybody a job. It's the military's job to win our nation's wars. Why do we think they're going to be good at, you know, help making sure everybody's going to be happy? They just want to check the box so that, all right, we got employment numbers up. You know, it's all a numbers game to them. And that's fine when you're on active duty because we sign up to serve our country. We know we are giving up our freedom and liberty in service to the government. But once you're a veteran, it's your life again. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that sense of duty and honor and stuff, we, we feel like we have to have this kind of almost like a label. I was this in the military. And and we don't give ourselves the permission to say, hey, maybe it's maybe there's something else that I could be doing, whatever it might be. Maybe I'm going to have to bounce around a bit. Maybe I'm going to have to explore. But essentially, at the end of the day, unfortunately, it all has to do with money. Mm-hmm. And because we got to replace that paycheck and the benefits, and we're a bit shocked at actually how much we were getting paid and how much our benefits were worth, you know, they pay for your movie and your medical and all that kind of stuff, it really can add up. And when you end up in the real world, and it's not as easy to get a job, it's not as easy to replace the same amount of salary or perceived to be. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, you know, that manifests into unhappiness at work that you don't like or you know, your worst case, kind of feeling like a failure. Like, I don't understand why I'm not doing the right things. And that can go down some bad holes. But, you know, I argue in the book and I show how that we are living in the greatest time in all of human history in the United States of America as a veteran of the United States military. We are the 1% of the 1%. Like nobody has mm-hmm. put us in a position with so much goodwill behind us right now. Luckily, the American people are very supportive, not only just their pats on the back, but also the tax dollars in which they give a lot of benefits. And so I teach a way to leverage that into this new economy, because ever since these iPhones and stuff came out, the world has changed. It's changed rapidly. Opportunities are everywhere. And we need to learn these skill sets to take advantage of them. They don't teach that in college. They don't teach that at MBAs. They don't teach that in the transition courses because these are things that are changing very, very quickly and rapidly. Mm -hmm. And you need to learn to be self-taught in some regards or find the right resources. But the cool thing is you can learn this stuff pretty quickly and implement it and then build that skill stack and combine those to position yourself for all sorts of opportunities, which may or may not be a traditional job. all the way to starting a business, everything in between. There are just a lot of different ways to essentially replace the damn paycheck that we're also (laughs) afraid of. And so that's where I'm kind of screaming from the mountaintops, saying, hey, hey, it's ain't all about retirement. Nobody's even excited about retirement anyways. Like, who's like, I can't wait to work the next 30 years so I can (laughs) save a a third of my income. It's just going to work out magically for me so I can one day when I'm in my 60s, retire like that's not exciting like, right no no wonder the the stats show that so many in the military are struggling financially they don't have enough money at transition and i argue that it's because we don't make it fun we don't show opportunity we say make it about fear oh you better do this or else mm-hmm. you know it's like well nobody likes to be told you know what to do and you know, oh you got to have more discipline it's like oh man like hey this money gets me fun stuff I can, right. you know, I can go blow it. I can go do stuff like, like, why would I just scrimp and save? Like that takes a very, very unique type of person. And I don't know what the, I'm sure there's studies out there on it, but 
clearly it's not in human nature to be frugal. You know, we're designed to live in the moment. You know, eat what you kill. You know, you, you got you to eat it or it goes spoiled. Like it's in our DNA. Mm-hmm. And so let's be realistic about that and instead use our finances to create opportunity, not just save and hope. Yeah, well said. And again, to our listeners, you can download this book for free at veteranwealthsecrets.com. Also, if you do want to support us a little monetary price, you can go check it out on Amazon as well. So thank you, Scott, for talking about that. I have been reading the book myself, and I absolutely enjoy it. I actually think a lot of the lessons you teach in there are universal. It just happens to be tailored toward veterans. But I really do think that the military spouse, family member, and even civilians can benefit a lot from reading this book. And it's a it's an easy read, honestly. I feel like once you get into the first chapter or two, it's just pretty free-flowing from there. And you kind of want to find out what the secret is <laughs> at the end of the book. Obviously, you could skip ahead, but you don't want to do that <laughs> is what I what I recommend. I do say if folks don't have the time to sit down and take a day and go through it, you start at chapter 19, where we tell the story of Commander Jones, uh, you know, a, a, a real person, but I've changed the name, you know, and stuff. But, you know, real scenario of someone, you know, leveraging the tools and the skill sets that I've taught and talked about with this individual. So I put it in the story so someone can see, you know, there was the old school way of doing things and then there's the new way. Right. right. Which is right for you. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. Uh, That's all. But I just believe if someone's like me, been told to do it the old school way all this time and I'm just fighting against it going, I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't know what else there was to do. Right. This is the other thing that nobody's talking about. Yeah. And and part of the reason why Scott and I do this collaboration with Holding Down the Fort is because we ultimately want our military family members and veterans and service members to make informed decisions, like not just make decisions because of what you were told, but make informed decisions, decisions that you were able to educate yourself on and know what your options are. And so hence, this is why we are talking a lot about this book. Plus, Scott has worked really hard on it, and we've already received a lot of positive feedback feedback from it. And so we just can't help, you know, but share it. We feel like it's a sense of responsibility. (laughs) Yeah, We've already had over 300 readers download the free copy of the book. So our goal is just to get it in more of the right hands Mm -hmm. for free. So please share and uh, let's help more of our community. And like you said, I mean, really, I'm speaking to the average American who's been kind of been stuck down this rat race path of go to school, get a job, pay taxes, retire, then die. Right. It's like, I don't think that's the America way. That's not what it was founded for. This is an entrepreneurial economy. That's what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about American ingenuity and drive. And you know, I think so many of us have been distracted with uh, shiny objects. I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because we have the book now because it, it hones in all of that shininess. It's all yes. in one thing now. <laughs> I do have about five minutes left to talk about your new podcast show. So your new podcast show is basically the same name as the book, Veteran Wealth Secrets. We're sort of back and forth with it. We might call it Veteran Secrets Podcast or Veteran Wealth Secrets. But let's go ahead and talk about, or go ahead. It looks like- Well, I was just gonna say, it's like, well, the show, I think that's what you're gonna ask me is, you know, what's it about? Hey, the show is, hey, everybody's got a secret or a thing, you know, a thing they figured out or discovered that it's like, oh man, I 
cool. I'm so glad I started doing this. I wish somebody would have told me this before, or I had an epiphany. I went down a journey. I found something. And they like to usually tell someone else about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it's just a book you read. You know, I don't know. But if, if it changed your life in a way, typically, whatever the thing is that you're saying, hey, you got to try this, you should do it or you consider it. You know, that's a secret. You know, our definition of wealth, you know, I want to make this clear all the time. It's not about money. Wealth is a manifestation of your time and purpose. You know, Mm -hmm. you can use money as a tool to help those things. But to be truly wealthy means you can spend every moment of your day under your full control doing what it is you want to do on for your time left on earth. That usually that means serving those whom you're meant to serve and maybe doing some other fun stuff and, and having fun with your families and, and friends and all that as well. That's wealth when you have full financial control, full autonomy. And I think a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us seek that after, you know, many years of following orders. Yes, sir. No, sir. So to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so your show Unlike my show, which is really dedicated to featuring military spouses and advocates for our spouses and military families and community as a whole, you're going to primarily focus on interviewing veterans. And so I'm really excited to get their perspectives, whether it's veterans or active duty service members. But, you know, tell me about why that's important for you specifically to focus on on them. Well, yeah, whether it's active duty, people going through transition or a veteran, especially a military spouse who has been in the service before. Yeah. You know, because I want to hear where they're at in their own, because there's there's so much change going on, mm-hmm. right? We have multiple different lives. We have our childhood, we have our service time, we have our transitioning time, which isn't like a couple months. It's really many, many years. And then we have, you know, what it is we discovered ourselves to be if we're there yet. So we tend to have, you know, different lives. And not to mention, you know, the many duty stations, different type of jobs while you're even on active duty. And so I think just there's so many different moments in people's careers where we could just get out so much value and knowledge. Mm -hmm. And then more specifically, I want this audience typically isn't active on social media as much or understanding how it is to build a personal brand and to network in the modern age and how easy it can be um, or how much more intentional it can be versus going to a thing, sitting there, you know, and getting fed hours of stuff about how to submit resumes and do interviews when we all know, you know, your network is your net worth. And or even going to these, you know, meetups where everybody sits around with a beer and stands in the corner and, you know, kind of jokes with their friends and passes out business cards. And, you know, none of that has to exist anymore. We're in a new age. And so by coming on the podcast, we had a great interview today with a command sergeant major. You know, he was talking about, I was like, I'm getting on LinkedIn. I'm trying to learn these things. And I'm like, hey, you know, great. I'm so glad because the people who shirk it, I'm not saying they can't find their way, of course, but, you know, the bottom line is technology always wins. Mm -hmm. And so if we're not learning these skill sets, again, they don't teach this stuff in any school or any sort of training. I mean, that, I mean, they might give a webinar or PowerPoint on it, but no, you got to get dirty with it and not being a troll or just complaining about something or showing your baby photos. No, this can be a actual tool. You need to be on the offense. You need to flip on the other side and do what these influencers are doing. Anybody can do it. But the point is, you don't have to become famous. You just need Mm -hmm. to be intentional with it. And so there's never been a better time for that. 
And so I think by getting people on the podcast, getting a chance to showcase themselves, talk about what they want to do, how they can serve people, then they'll also have something that they can share on their profiles, you know, so that, you know, if any employers come into and once again, hey, what's this guy about? Cool. I just got this whole interview. You can watch it. Awesome. Well, honey, happy Veterans Day. Well, thank you. And and likewise to you, as your father served almost his 20 years before you unfortunately lost him. But I wish I could have heard his uh, sea stories. Oh, he probably would have had a lot. 18 years is a long time. <laughs> but yeah, and also, you know, happy Veterans Day to all of our active veterans or our current veterans today and those who have already passed. And thank you to our active duty service members for your continued service and what have you. And again, if you want to learn more about the book, check out veteranwealthsecrets.com. And if you want to be on Scott's new show and share what your secret is to personal or professional success or how you got to where you got to today, please reach out to him on LinkedIn. I will provide all of that in the show notes once this live feed is over and also in our podcast show. To our listeners, we hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant stories so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.